Welcome to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith, and today we have Sarah from Germany and Nina. She's an actress from Venezuela. She compares herself to a weird mix of Tina Fey and Amy Schumer. Let's give Nina a call and see what she has to offer you. And here we go. Hello, Nina. It's Johnny Keith from Actors 2020 Podcast. Hi, Johnny. I was just explaining to the audience that what you said on your website, how you're a weird mix of Tina Fey and Amy Schumer. You're a stand-up comic. Is that correct? I am. Yes, I am. Spanish comic too. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some of your performances online. Most of them are in Spanish, so I had to do the best I could with the translation, but I kind of got the gist. You're pretty funny. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You could have told me that you'd be stalking me. <laughs> and if I had known that you were stalking me, I would have, you know, sent you a formal translation. It's probably not that funny because, you know, there's a lot that's lost in translation, quite literally. That's okay. I got, <laughs> I, I got the gist. You know, I got your style. You know, I see how you relate to the audience and how the audience is responding to you. It's pretty awesome. Thank you. You had two specials on Comedy Central, Just You. It's just your own special. That's pretty amazing. Um, yes. Yes, it is. It, it was truly an honor because I was born and raised in Venezuela. And because of the crisis and dictatorship, I had to leave. I'm not going to say industries because it was never that big here. Uh-huh. The entertainment industry or similar thing to an entertainment industry that we had here was completely annihilated by Chavismo and the economic crisis. Uh-huh. So I had to flee to Colombia, to Bogota, um, right across the border. I became an immigrant. I came from being somewhere everyone knew me and wanted to work with me. And I had built something here. And then I had to basically escape. But I did go to Colombia and search for better opportunities. I had to start from scratch. And I am really proud about taping for Comic Central Latin America because I did that on my own. Wow. <laughs> you know, because I was a an immigrant and nobody knew me and I started getting to know every comic in Bogota and every comedian and just like asking and begging for five minutes here and five minutes <laughs> there and ten minutes here. The guy pretty much runs the audition for Comedy Central heard of me because of my peers in Colombia. Wow. And he called me hey I've never heard of you I've never seen you I've like never seen you perform but everyone here seems to love you and says you're great so would you like to audition for Comedy Central Colombia? I was like, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So I auditioned. I got it. That was all me. <laughs> so I'm really proud of that, honestly. That's pretty awesome. So before you had to flee Venezuela, how did you get acting work there? What's your history there? How did you get into it? And how did you get work there? I wanted to be an actress. I'm the classical cliche of she's always been an actress and nothing else <laughs> matters. Awesome. So I think that that really helped me from early on knowing what you want to do is a little step. Some people are not that fortunate. Some people have a harder time finding out what they're calling or where their passion is. That's true. Since I knew from really early, I could work on it. I started training mostly in New York City in the actor's workshop with Flo Greenberg when I was 12 years old in summer camp. And my parents were like, okay, let's just send her so she practices her English. I just started going on auditions, mostly commercial auditions from high school, from like my entire high school career. I danced a lot with my dance academy. They would maybe take us to morning shows, you know, for like housewives and stuff. Right. And we'd perform there. It was literally little by little. I remember going on hundreds 
of auditions all throughout high school and in college. And the first big role that I got for a commercial that paid good money and was national was when I was already out of college. It was like 10 years auditioning. And the first piece I got was for a for a nice tea brand. It didn't stop after that. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I, I think I became confident. The first time I heard yes, I was like, yes, you can hear a yes. This, this was not going to last forever. Yes, some more, please. You like big books and you cannot lie. Is that a correct statement? Yes, 100%. Right. Actually, it's like the third part of my <laughs> bio, but you left it out conveniently. In my bio, I say I'm a weird mate between Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, and Hermione Granger. <laughs> That's awesome. I know it sounds weird, but it's like... <laughs> I find it that it defines me quite well. Well, what I found interesting where you were talking about how you used to have so many books and your mom would say, get rid of those books and you'd go to sleep and you would imagine all the characters and those books coming out and like co-mingling and talking to each other while you were sleeping. That was pretty fascinating. Yeah, it was like, it was my version of Toy Story. They came alive and they like hung out. <laughs> I've always loved reading and I think that being a reader has inspired me to tell stories. I've read since I was really little, I discovered literature and I never let it go. It fueled my imagination and it has fueled my entire career because there is no contemporary character, or at least in the parts I get, that can't be traced back to a hero in the books that I love so much. I wanted to know a little bit about your theater experience. I love the theater. If it paid better money <laughs> in Latin America, I'd probably just do theater. But, you know, a girl has got to eat. Right. I, like I said, I started training in the actor's workshop in New York City. Later, when I came in Venezuela, there were actually several really good theater schools in the country, which I can't say the same thing for TV academies or film academies in terms of training actors for TV and film. But I've always said that any serious actor that you will encounter will say that if you haven't done theater, you're just not an actor. It's just a matter of later tweaking and maybe adapting what you do know to fit the screen. But there is no truth like the truth in theater. For me, there's no storytelling as they have done in the theater for thousands of years. When I here in Venezuela, right out of college, I met a great teacher called Elia Schneider. She also trained in New York City. She's from the Tisch School from NYU. I started training with her. It was all theater exercises and short plays and then she She'd make a selection of contemporary kind of easier plays that we had to grab a scene from and then perform. Then round two with her, you'd start attacking Strindberg and Shehov and a little things like a little bit more classical or more complex, I'd say. I took that with me wherever I went and I worked really hard. I had the incredible advantage that I loved reading those plays that she had recommended. I had already read them. And I knew, hmm. like, and I understood the context the historical and social context during which those plays were written, I could grab from other authors and execute, not with precision, but I had a broader knowledge of the historical times than my peers. Right. And that really helped me with her. It was a matter of showing up and maybe going to a play and if you'd like the playwright's work or the director's work, I'd go over and say hi. I'd be super nosy and like, hi, my name is Nina. I just saw your play. I really love this. I was wondering 
thing if I could tell you, you know, my resume and my headshots, and maybe you could, like, hire me for tree number five. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. In your next production. But I showed up, and I was always punctual, and I was always respectful, and I was always coming from a place of passion, of really, 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 really wanting to do it. I guess they liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, pretty, that's pretty awesome. In 2015, I must have been in around sixth place. Wow. You must understand that, like I told you, we have no industry. Really, charisma and socialism have destroyed my country. We do, like, really simple things and really low-budget things. Right. Because we're always rushed. We don't know where our next meal is going to come from. So, yeah, I would be rehearsing every day, all day. There's no industry. It's the only place from Friday through Sunday, unless you're doing micro theater, which means you're doing plays from Tuesday through Sunday, but you have six runs. Wow. Every day. 15-minute shows every day from Tuesday through Sunday. Right. That's pretty awesome training. Yeah, it is. It looked like you were playing the guitar and singing, and you have a beautiful voice, by the way. Thank you. I actually started training singing really late. I was always, I could carry it too, Mm -hmm. and I'd be the star in every social meeting or gathering around my friends because I had basic guitar knowledge and I could carry a tune decently. I'm also a party girl. (laughs) (laughs) So I smoked quite a lot and I partied quite a lot. And then I made a promise that if I got this part, I would quit smoking. And? And I got the part. Goodbye, old friends. And I started training. Training really hard. I contacted a great teacher here called Mariana Serrano. I started developing that technique. I can now sing pretty much anything written for Christian Chenoweth, I can sing it. (laughs) That's pretty good. You speak more than one language, right? You speak Spanish, French, and Chinese? I speak Spanish, I speak French, and I speak, (laughs) and I cannot stress this enough. Okay. Really basic Chinese. Really basic. Like, I could go, I could go to China, to Beijing, and I could not get lost and ask where my hotel is. And I could order, I couldn't order, like, hello, sir, how are you? I would like some chicken and rice and coffee, whatever. I could say hello, chicken, rice, coffee. So, 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 so say it in Chinese. Let's hear what it sounds like. Ni kao, ni chao, shen ma, mingxa. That was hi. What is your name? All right. And if you had to do that in French, what, what would it sound like? Um, yeah. Et sûrement, je suis Nina Rancel. Nous sommes en train d'avoir une conversation pour les podcasts Actors 2020. Et c'est un plaisir d'être avec toi aujourd'hui. I saw, you know, obviously a lot of footage on you and a lot of your movies that were in Spanish. You are so passionate. Where does that passion come from? I mean, not a lot of actors can do that from what I've seen. I mean, you just, you're just so into that character and just the dialect is just you're just like spot on thank you i'm gonna take that as a compliment because i'm guessing that you've seen tons of actors yeah that means something and it's really special and thank yeah. you yeah well, <laughs> well I, I believe it well that comes out of actors have toolboxes hmm and not every tool in your box will help every character and every process. I think that I just make that that after, you know, studying for that long and that hard, I just became better at choosing my tool. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know if you saw, you probably saw the trailer for Normal. Right. One when I'm like crying in a bathroom. That and many other things. I'm just saying you're very consistent because I see a lot of demo reels. People say, you can tell they're just throwing away lines and just acting. Everything I saw you and I believed you as that character. Oh, thank you so much. So you won an award for the best short actress. What film was that from? That was 
from Normal 2. Normal is a short film about the Venezuela crisis because communism, the wounds caused by communism run really deep in my country. It's hurt us in so many ways. Mm. I got for Normal, I got several awards here in my country, but the most important I got was from the film for the Alicante Film Festival in 2016. I was awarded Best Actress in a short film for that particular work. It was my proudest hour, honestly. I was, you know, we actors are frail and vulnerable and sad 85% of the time. <laughs> it was something just to keep me going like, hey, yeah, if you work hard enough, you'll get places. Today it's Alicante, in 10 years there's going to be an Oscar and then a Tony and, mm -hmm. a, you know, just little by little. So in two years from now, where is Nina going to be? Where? What's your life going to be like in two years? Well, hopefully I'll be in L.A. Oh, you want to come here to Hollywood? Okay. Yes, I am actually. I've been working on my visa for a for a year now, for over a year now. It's a non-immigrant visa, and it's temporary, but it just like puts you on the right track. It's going to be the thing that allows me to work in the United States legally, making my career come true. Because I have worked really hard here, there's just no way that this country will get better while I'm still young. Well, just you need to come here to Hollywood then and make your mark, and you can hang here. Here, and then you can always just go back and visit, then come back here to make your money. I see you getting into the union in the future. I see you getting on a television series. I could just tell that you were the cream of the crop rising to the top. So if anyone wanted to find you, how would they find you or get in contact with you if they were a casting person or a production or a director or a producer? How would they find you? Uh, on every social media known to man as Nina Rancel or my email, ninarancel at gmail.com. Right, and that's R-A-N-C-E-L. Exactly. Well, Nina, thank you so much for today. Thank you for being my special guest star. You're everything that I expected. No, thank you, Johnny. Seriously, I've been pumped about this for a week. Like, you have no idea. And I really appreciate your... You're a great interviewer. And that is really hard to come by, too. It's a talent. Being uh, interviewing someone and letting them be is amazing. And you have that talent. So thank you so much. This was so much fun. I appreciate Appreciate that. All right, Nina. Thank you so much for your time. Bye-bye. Next up is, her name is Sarah. She is a German actress. She was on a soap opera over there. She has many, many credits to her name. I don't know much about her, so why don't we just give her a call all the way from Germany and see what she has to offer you. And here we go. Hi. Hello, Sarah. It's Johnny with Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm amazing. So how do you pronounce your name? What is your full name? My full name is Sarah Elina Timper in German, in German word, Timper. Awesome. So are you in Germany right now or are you in New York? No, I'm in Germany right now. On your backstage profile, it says New York. Uh, yeah, because I, I'm working also as a flight attendant and I had a flight from New Orleans the last day back to Germany right now. Yeah. That's pretty cool because if you get an audition, you can fly anywhere in the world for like very little money. Yeah, that's it. I, I've done that a lot of times. The last time to New York. Yeah. What made you want to get into the acting business in the first place? In the first place, I totally fall in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only thing to marry him <laughs> to become an actress. <laughs> that is always uh, when I was a teenager. But I've been on the stage since I was a little girl. Since I was three, I did a lot of dancing. And in school, I did not went out in, when we had the break. 
away. I just I stayed in class with my friends and we some theater plays and choreography. So my life has always been on stage. So what was your first big break on getting into the acting business? It was an acting school from 2006 to 2010. After that, I just got a role in a soap opera in Germany. Really? Really famous and actually sold in 22 countries all around the world. That's crazy. So last time I went to New York to the Susan Batson studio and uh, one of the guys just said, oh, I know your face. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so over. It's like, you know, the beauty as the bold and the beauty. Right. From America, it's like this. Not so crazy, but kind of. I've watched a lot of your scenes. And, uh, you're very good. Oh, really? I love it when you're doing, you know, the German acting. You know, you're so natural. I love it. You're really good. Really good. Thank you so much. So what made you want to come to New York and take uh, the straw and join David Straub? <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> David Straub. <laughs> 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 we had his <laughs> we uh, we had his uh, method acting in my school in Austria, and I liked it very very much. Just natural acting. I had this dream always that I wanted to go to Los Angeles and do a workshop on the Strasbourg School. And after I uh, split my role in the soap opera, I just booked a flight to LA and went to the intense fall workshop there for uh, three weeks, and it was so great. It was so cool because the people came from all around the world international and we became friends for like the whole life <laughs> and what i was so interesting in how my acting works in another language and if if it works yeah. and it was so interesting because it does and i think the american people are so open they told me uh, sarah you are so good we can't believe that you're not in movies you have to come here try it <laughs> become better in your english and then i did a lot of these active keys things where you can go to um casting directors and you can apply like on backstage for student movies. I did this a lot of times even from Germany and do these self-tapes and get so many invitations to auditions and also for student movies. That is so amazing that you can do it. Obviously, I am from Germany, you know? Right. And in Germany, it's not possible. On the American people, I love these strong beliefs that you have in yourself and in other people and that they tell you, okay, come here and join the business. It's possible. And in Germany, it's always like, okay, there are other jobs with stars than I. They always make you down and right. do not believe in you. That's kind of sad in Germany. So what about singing? So is singing a hobby? Are you a singer as well? I'm a singer as well not for musicals but like a like an actress can sing and i just wrote my first song you can hear on youtube it's <laughs> called regen tanz like rain dance in english so we're going to listen to a little bit of her song right now oh yeah
im freien Fall. Perfect. So cool. You have to check out that music video on YouTube, but we're going to talk more about her music later. You had a quote where you said, I love the American spirit. What do you mean by that? This strong belief in yourself and in other people that you always say to them, you can do it. You love yourself and your dreams and no dream is too big. That is the difference between Germany and the American people. Hmm. Also, that is totally okay. In Like in LA, everybody has a second job, right? When you're an actor. And that is okay. In Germany, if you have a second job, then you're not, then you haven't made it. So I'm working as a flight attendant for two and a half years. That's the perfect combination. <laughs> yeah, that it is. It really is. When you're uh, the flight attendant, do people on the plane recognize you? Yeah, sometimes they do. And at the beginning, they were just, oh my God, why are you doing this? They can't believe that someone who works on a television show has to do a normal job. And they told me, you can't do this. This can't be enough for you. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, if you would know what I have seen in the world for places, you would be so jealous. <laughs> Exactly, because it costs so much money to travel and you don't have that expense. You can go anywhere in the world. Yes, right. So listen up, casting people. It won't cost you a lot to fly her in. That's already covered. You don't have to spend the money. She already has that. Hire her and cast her and she'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I watched that parody you did on the Avengers. Oh, the yeah. Avengers parody. <laughs> that was so funny. Yes, right. <laughs> I was because that, <laughs> it was so crazy because you know I went three days to New York and I, in three days the little Sarah from Germany got another student job and the character was called uh, the Three Sun Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a, an acting role in an American movie in a tree film. <laughs> but I think they, they, um, the guys are three guys and they studied at a film school in New York and they have this funny YouTube show and it's so cool and with the Avengers it gets so many likes. Funny thing, yeah. I'm really proud to be a part on it. Because I didn't know what was going to happen then all of a sudden you disappeared and it's just the two guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh... <laughs> and the director goes, are we going to do this or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were on a soap opera for two years? Yeah. Okay. I was on 2012 to 2014. But, it, you know, it was one of my best experiences ever because you can learn so much when you work from Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, the best acting school for movies or films that you can do. A couple of the scenes that I like, one of the scenes is where you came home and the guy had turned on some music and he did a little dance and he was going to dance. <laughs> that was a really great scene. Yeah. I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so cool in a soap opera that you can play all these different experiences. It's almost like an acting school, but you're getting paid to do it. Yes, it is. And you see what you have done like after seven weeks on television and you remember, okay, how I did this and what can I do better? And so it's a really good school. Do you have an American agent here or is your agent in Germany? It is only in German, yeah. You know, I do not have a visa, but I want to go and come over for three months and try to find one. Do you want to move here and live here or do you just want to get like a, a visa where you can go back and forth? or what what is your what is your dream um 
my dream. I want to try it in America. Like every little actress want to do this. So I want to go there. I'm allowed to go there for three months. Okay. My dream for autumn and winter. And maybe to try to find an agent. I have a theater tour this autumn until November. From August to November in Germany. But after that is my plan. You're in a play right now? A theater play? Yes. Romeo and Juliet. Open air in Munich. Feel invited to join. To come. Uh huh. It's really nice. It's one of my favorite plays. Awesome. So if somebody is there in Germany right now, like a young actress, and they're listening to this, what advice do you have for them? My advice would be belief. <laughs> Even if the people say you can't do it, um, because the other people don't believe in your dreams such big as you did. You're the only person mm-hmm. who knows. And you have to listen on your heart. Your heart tells the right way. And we are such, even as a, uh, especially the German people, we are such a head person. We have to come back to our heart yeah, and just try. Always don't be afraid. Just try. That's pretty good. What did you do to get on that soap opera? Oh, on the soap opera, I just asked my agency if I can come to an audition because they saw me on the internet. Mm. Only the casting directors know when there is an audition. Okay. There's no open market like backstage also. so hey so like three years from now where do you think Sarah's gonna be what's your hopes for you say three years from now what's your life gonna be like what do you want I want to live in New York have a small apartment over there and play in a sitcom <laughs> Sitcom would be my biggest dream. Mm-hmm. I love the American sitcom. Right. Yeah, and maybe I have a little baby or two. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and just be an artist. Always busy, happy, with a little family. Perfect. You know, Sarah, thank you so much for being my very special guest today. I appreciate that you took some time out of your day to enlighten my audience. So thank you very much. It was a pleasure for me from the other side of the world. good luck on your play and I hope you do come here to America and I hope that you do move to New York and I do hope that you get on maybe a soap opera here or a sitcom and actually you know do some movies as well and have your little family right there in New York and come over here and live the American dream with all the rest of us I let you know I promise All right, Sarah, you take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to both of my very special guests, to Sarah Elena Tempe and Nina Rancel. You can find them both on Instagram. Instead of the lesson, today we're going to end this episode with Sarah's amazing song. Listen up. Fall. 
Notlandung auf dem Wasser zerspringen tausend Teile. Verliere mich hier und dort, weiß nicht mehr, wer ich bin. Also tauche ich ab und Türkis wird so schwarz. Ich finde Tritons Schatz aus Gold und Diamanten, doch die Antwort nicht. Ich bekomme keine Luft, also muss ich tanzen. Und dann werden wir tanzen. Freien Fall. 